Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if it was just me or somebody else saw and, uh, and, and saw, saw something in this, but um, as we were worshiping, as you guys were leading worship, the second song, when you soloed Be Enthroned and started singing that part, I just, I just, it's like somebody took the jumper cables from the battery and I was enjoying worship already. I was, I was in, you know, I was in. But when she started being thrown in that solo, it was like somebody connected the positive and, he, and it went on. And, um, and I began to really pray, you know, in the spirit. And I, and, I, and I really, I don't know if you can call it a vision or a thought. I, I don't know how to categorize it. But it seemed like as you began to sing that, you were entering or opening a set of double doors into an all-new glorious room. That was, the room we were in was beautiful, but this room was, it, it surpassed all anything that I can explain. It was so glorious, and, and Jacinta just opened the double doors, and all of us began to walk in with her, you know? And then... Um, and then uh, Lee was playing the guitar in such... Is he here? Lee, Lee was playing the guitar in such a smooth, like, almost like, almost like she, she had the keys to open. And he just kind of like smoothed it out. And I asked Sean, is that, is that, is that him? Because I've, I've watched him play before. Is that him? Is he, is he playing better? What's going on? What's going on? I'll let you know that when I asked Will about that and told what Ignacio had said, Will said, oh, it's just because you can finally hear him. <laughs> well, whatever it is, whatever you guys were doing, the, I mean, really the whole band, really the whole band as a team. But Jacinta, I, I could not go on without doing this. I, I asked Tilly about it. I said, what do you think? I, I really wanted to... There is something that happened this morning, already happened. You already opened and you already entered and gave us access to a whole new place in worship. And Jacinta, you got a song. You got a song and you got keys that the Holy Spirit has given you keys to bring access or give access to the rest of us to enter into a place that is so glorious and it is a place you have never been before and we've never been before. Right? I mean, we love Will because his heart is so beautiful in worship, right? But I wanted to do this in a very special way and pray for you. Because in the days to come, there's going to be a holy rush in our belly. There's going to be a holy rush in you to, to touch, to see, to take down, to receive, and to bring here. So you guys keep pen and paper next to your bedside table, whatever, however you do it, your phone. Take notes. Uh, thoughts will come. Ideas will come. But more than that, a holy rush will be in you. You'll, you'll know. You will know. And, and, and Will, you need, to, you need to embrace that and take care of it. And You know, you know how to do it. But it's going to be a beautiful thing. And it's just this ability and this key... I just can't think of any other word but a key to open these doors to a new glorious place. 
So I'm looking to hear of this deep, deep place. I mean, how much deeper can it be, right? I mean, how much greater can it be than what it is now? But it's something, it's something new. And so don't, don't stay in the corner no more. Come to the front, if you know what I'm saying. Um, Tilly, Janita, Autumn, and Nicole, I don't want anybody from the crossing to pray for you. Only us. Because uh, our, our worship power pack is here this morning, so they do worship. So I want them to come here as well. And, and really, um, we're not going to release this on you because you already have it. But we're going to pray that this holy rush and this river of God, this current, would so flow in you that it would overflow the riverbanks and would cause all this other stuff. That is happening to go into the river God. And, and this river that makes glad the city of God. Amen. You guys want to come here? Do you have anything to Uh oh. Now you got to me. Anyway, I just felt so I needed to say this. I'll, I'll do it. I don't really know what's going on. But uh, when we grow weary... Um, so I don't know if you're weary. What is important to remember is that God has a far better grasp of our capacities than we do. So he's letting us, uh, uh, he's not letting us down or leaving us. So he's not letting you down or leaving you. He is growing you in your strength. And um, in, if you are to be true soldiers in Christ's army, you have... Um, you have to have the full knowledge of just how strong you are in him. So in 2 Corinthians 4, 7 to 12, it says, But we have this treasure in earthly vessels, so that the surpassing greatness of the power will be of God and not from ourselves. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. I'm sure you know that already. Perplexed, but not despairing. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. And you are not destroyed. So we pray for you today that the Lord, may the Lord give you the strength to fight on a PC knowing the outcome and refreshment from the joy of certain victory in your life. Take heart, mighty warriors. You are fighting on the winning side. And in Psalm 28, 7, it says, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is your strength and your shield. Your heart will trust in him. You are helped. Therefore, your heart will exalt him, and with your song, you shall thank him. Amen. You guys have anything? I just, the, the word I'm getting is there's a lot of release coming, and it's in a creative avenues. And the Lord says to take action and to step in apart from your flesh, because there's, there's a lot coming, as was said, that you have the keys to a lot more than what you think you do. And I'm just going to pray that over you, Father. I thank you for this couple, and I thank you for Jacinta's heart. Father, and I pray that you give her strength and capacity, as it was said earlier, for her to step in and do the work you've called her to do, that you would fill her soul with what you intend to come out of it, that it would bless kingdom and generations to come. And I thank you for the strength you're going to give her uh, in this journey. In Jesus' name. Yeah, I was very praying. I just saw this beaming of light as almost an emergent of you guys coming together as, as a couple that's just kind of meshing together and, and just releasing something um, in the kingdom. So I just 
prophesy and pray over that right now, Lord. We pray for this power couple, God, that you would use them, Father, in mysterious ways, God, that you would open the door to the kingdom, Father, even more than you already have, Father. There, there is an opening of a rush coming through this body, Father, and you're using this couple. You're using this couple right now, Father, in worship, Father, in prayer, Lord, as they come together, Lord, that there would be so much power, Father, that there be a release from heaven, God, over this body, over this church, Lord, and over this couple, Father. I pray, Lord, for what's to come, God, in their lives, Lord. What's what's coming in the future, God? You, you are not done yet, God. There's so much more, Father. So release that right now, Father, over this couple, Father. I pray, Holy Spirit, come down and reign on them right now, Father. Release this, God, and I open this in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So in the next uh, few weeks or months, if you see Jacinta walking around and looking a little funny and, you know, you know what it is. Hallelujah. We're looking forward to that greater release of the kingdom. Bless the Lord. So, so, so grateful to be here this morning. We always get so encouraged by you guys, always trying to catch up to the excitement and all the things. We almost have to come down here every weekend. I, I just told Diane, I wish I could come every Friday and leave Sunday night and just keep up with you guys, you know? Just all that God is doing is so beautiful. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I want to bring something to you this morning that... Um, is different. And I want you to consider, write down, make a note of the word different. Different. Uh, If you're making notes, if you're going to remember that later, remember the word different. Different. Please open your Bibles to John chapter 4, verse 45. John chapter 4 and verse 45. John chapter 4 and verse 45. We're going to read 45 to 54. Let me read to you out of the NIV translation. When he, speaking of Jesus, arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. And they had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem during the Passover festival. And they also had been there. So they were watching what Jesus was doing. Verse 46 Once more he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at this place called Capernaum, however you pronounce that. Verse 47. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Jesus said this in verse 48, Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official responded and said, Sir, come down before my child dies. He had a desperate heart. Jesus responded to him and said, You go. You go. Your son 
will live. Just a declaration. Your son will live. The man took Jesus at his words. If you're making notes, underlined Jesus at his word. He took Jesus at his word and departed. And he left. While he was still on his way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time of when his son got better, they said, yesterday at one o'clock in the afternoon, the fever had left him. Then the father realized that this is the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. So at the, at the declaration of the words that Jesus said, that very moment, boom, his son got healed immediately. That's when he realized. And then the whole house believed. And, you know, this was the second miracle that Jesus had performed after uh, the wedding, the, the, the wine, you know, the water into wine and all that. But let me just give you a quick background here. This is a very different thing that happened and very unlikely to happen. And I think we are in a season right now. We have entered into a season as the church of Jesus Christ where we're going to see many things happen that are different to what we used to, to what we expect, to what we've prayed for, to what we think we've assessed would be the greatest thing to happen. We're going to see many different things that are very unlikely to take place. So in the first century Israel, if you study a little bit, royal officials and Jewish rabbis they just were in different social circuits. I mean, uh, circles. In fact, they avoided each other. They, they, would, they would avoid each other at all costs. They did not like each other. They did not talk to each other. They did not want to be seen with each other. It was that bad. So this whole situation was very unlikely, very different. But the man was desperate and he needed a miracle. And when you need a miracle to the point of death, you don't care anymore. You just run to Jesus, right? So this royal official was on a very high-ranking position. This wasn't your just official from the Roman Empire. This was a very high-ranking official that only reported directly to Herod. This guy had no, nobody over him. This guy was with the top, and he could not afford to be seen with the wrong people. But he ran to Jesus, and he took Jesus at his words. So he definitely defied all cultural and political protocol when he asked the people to, can I see Jesus? I need to go speak to Jesus. He defied all protocol that, you know, he was behaving very differently to what was expected for a person uh, at his position at that time. This official was subject to no one but Herod himself. He had all the power he needed to actually call on Jesus and tell him what to do. But he didn't. He ran to Jesus in front of everyone where everybody could see it. He addressed Jesus as Sir. Now, if you are a royal official with a king in a Roman Empire and you address a Jewish rabbi as Sir, there's going to be some problems. There's going to be some people upset. There's going to be a lot of divide and a lot of things taking place. But he addressed him. These two men 
were unlikely to ever talk to each other, but uh, let alone even respect each other and treat each other with respect and actually receive favor from each other. That's what happened. He came to Jesus, treated Jesus with respect in his desperation, and he received the favor of God immediately, on the spot. No planning, no pre-praying, no preparation, no asking questions, no nothing. He just said, Jesus, and Jesus said, your son is fine, and that very moment, at one o'clock, 20 miles away, boom, they came running and said, hey, the boy was fine. The fever left him. Right there on the spot, Jesus shows favor toward a person that was unlikely to even respect him, hang out with him, speak to him, to a person that was very high in a political ranking, and to a person that was on the other sides. A person that was not very friendly <laughs> with what was taking place in Jesus' life. Jesus did something different to what people were used to. And, you know, in the first miracle, you know, Jesus shows up and, and, and He's going to make miracles. He's been prophesied. He's coming to turn humanity upside down. God is finally restoring fellowship between God the Father and creation. The world is forever going to change. It's this monumentous moment. And Jesus comes in. And what does He do? He goes to a wedding party. And he turns wine and water into wine, the best wine they've ever drank. Whatever. So this is different, to say the least. And the second miracle is this one, is when some guy that's not supposed to be talking to me or be with me shows up. And Jesus immediately, 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 now and here, makes a declaration. And boom, a miracle takes place. And Jesus simply tells him, go home, your son's fine. Just like that. Very different to what people would expect from a Jewish rabbi or anybody related to that. Very different situation. And I can tell you, uncomfortable at best for everybody around on both sides. Very uncomfortable. But right there, in the midst of everything and everyone watching, the two men meet. And it was very unlikely for this to happen. Jesus made a prophetic declaration right there and then. And done. The miracle took place. Jesus relieves this boy from a, I mean, death sentence right there on the spot. I just love that. I love that. The temperature gets turned down from 20 miles away, and a miracle takes place right there and then. A long-distance miracle. This miracle reveals so much about Jesus, so much that He does, and now He does. But I want to just remind you before we go on, those of you that are praying for situations that are unlikely to change, that you would continue to pray with everything you got, make declarations in Jesus' name, speak it, declare it, go after it, and you don't give it up because in a moment's notice, Jesus from miles away can make a miracle. That family member you're praying for out of state, that colleague from work, the guy that used to be with you, the guy that won't talk to you, the person that isn't likely to be your friend ever again, the most unlikely situations, be encouraged to continue to pray and declare in Jesus' name. Because in a moment's notice, God can make a miracle. Amen?
The power of Jesus Christ is more powerful than it's ever been. It's, it hasn't diminished in, in any way. And at the declaration of His name, all hell still breaks loose. At the call of His name, all people are healed. At the call of His name, all miracles are yes and amen. At the call of His name, He can change nations. So we're not going to sit back and go, oh well. <laughs> Hallelujah. The catalyst for this miracle is a divine appointment between two most unlikely candidates. Two people that are not supposed to talk to each other. Two people that really don't like each other. If they don't like the people they with. These two groups of society just did not connect with each other. They had no history of being together. Very unlikely to take place. A royal high-ranking official hanging out. With a traveling rabbi. Jesus was just beginning to make miracles. So they were like, huh? What? And there he is. And this thing takes place between the two of them. Jesus surprised everyone on his side. By doing and showing favor to a man that really deserved no favor. Because of the persecution against him and all that was going on with the Roman Empire. This is the other side. This is the wrong side. This is the people that don't deserve anything. Remember last time in your flesh you said, well, they got what they deserve. Not here. Only back, back home. Not here. You guys here are very nice. Remember last time your flesh got validated because they, they got what they deserved. And you said, oh, well, that's what happens. Right? Well, this guy did not get what he deserved. He got the favor of God. And Jesus gave him favor without asking anything in return. I believe that as the church of Jesus Christ, we are in such a new, crazy, beautiful, out-of-the-box season that we are going to be so stunned by the way God is going to work and He's already beginning to work. We're going to see the most unlikely things take place. We're going to see different. So be ready. Get ready for different. Get ready for different. It's not going to be how you prayed. It's not going to be how you planned. It's not going to be how you think it should be. And it's going to be the way God has intended it to be. But it's going to be in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And listen, I don't know about you, but when, when God does something different to what I would like Him to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Lord, but... <laughs> Right? When God does something in a very different way to what we've expected, we have some growing to do, we have some accepting to do, we have some yielding to do. And it's, it's not easy sometimes, right? But Jesus comes in and does something so different, different to his people and different to the other sides. I believe we are really going to see God do things in, in the very near future that we're going to go, wow, this is not... This is not what I was thinking. I, you know, we're going to see God respond to our prayers, but not in the way that we've envisioned He should answer our prayer. He's going to like say things to us and do things through us. And God is going to lead us through places. And we're going to go, I've never been to this town. I've never been on this road. I don't really know. But it's going to be glorious. And His name's going to be lifted up. Because His glory is coming, right? His glory is going to hit this place. And listen. Not, uh, this is not excitement. I really believe that America is about to see the greatest display of the miraculous we've ever seen. 
I know a lot of people don't believe this, but I really do. I, I, I believe that we're about to see things that we're going to go, ho, 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 ho. And it's not going to be, nobody's going to stand up and say, you know, I, I prayed about this. You know, I wrote a book about this 25 years ago, and this is what the Spirit showed me. No, we all going to be like, ho, 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 God, what happened here? I hadn't even, I hadn't even prayed about this. I hadn't even looked at this. I hadn't even considered. God, how dare you do something with me assessing if it's what should be done. Friends, we're about to see a revolution take place in this country in a way that's going to, again, stun the world. Stun the world. And I don't mean powers out there. I mean the power of God. I mean the power of God. God is going to do something different. Get ready for something different. It's a different season. It's not what we've envisioned or assessed as what it could be best for us. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. But different is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we've got this idea of revival. We, we got, we've envisioned revival. We, we, in our minds, we see people doing this and doing that. And we go, yeah, that's revival. That's revival. And we want God to do more of that. And we, we, we got this expectation. But let me tell you, there's something different, so powerful coming our way that we've never seen before. We haven't thought about it. We haven't prepared for it. And God is going to stun us. We're going to go, oh, whoa, okay. So get ready for different. Get ready for different. Here's a word for some of you. Some things, some people... And some places you have avoided, God has intended for you to be part of or fellowship with. I don't know if this is resonating with anybody here. Some people, some places, and some things you've avoided at all costs. Much like these people would avoid each other those days. We just don't do this. We just don't, you're not our people. We don't talk to you. We don't do this. This is not us. There's going to be some... Oh, <laughs> some people, some places, and some things you've avoided, the Lord would remind you today, I have intended for you to fellowship with these people, to be around these people, to go to these places, and to actually make declarations in Jesus' name that will rock their world and change this, this whole world upside down. Their world, your world. Seriously, listen, when there's a true miracle of God taking place, it's not just you being so cool with your anointing and bringing a miracle to them. It rocks you when the miracle comes by. Amen? So get ready for different. Get ready for different. And I mean, how much more different can it get at the crossing? Every week is different. I mean, how much more different can this church be with cows and tents and things? I mean, how much more different, right? But my friends, we're about to see a wave of the power of God in the earth like we've never seen before. And it has nothing to do with anything around us. It has to do with God himself and the season that he's chosen. And listen, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be not the way we want it, but it's going to be the way God has intended to be. Hallelujah. I hope you're excited about that. There are some people that are different that are coming to your sphere of relationships. In the next few weeks, you will see. And you're going to go, well, <laughs> okay, God. <laughs> but they're different. But they're coming. I, I think this means that there will be some kind of different people here, too. 
whatever that means, however your services are going to be like. They're already wild as it is, but, right? Good wild. Get ready for different. That's my message this morning. That's the core of I want to leave with you. Get ready for different. Different is uncomfortable. Different is not the timing that you have. Different doesn't fit into your schedule. Different is different. It's very different. When you meet people in most unlikely places, unlikely hours, this is not, not now, and God is like, now is the time. Make the declaration. So if, you, if anybody here in the next few weeks, days, if you find yourself in a situation where there's an opportunity to declare, to pray, to, to really minister to somebody, don't leave it for tonight or tomorrow or the next day. Do it right there and then. If you're at the coffee shop and they're not comfortable, say, can we go outside? Can we do this now? I need to pray for you right now. Ask people nicely, respect, but I got to do this. I got to declare over you, whatever the situation is, then watch what God is going to start doing in the most unlikely places with the most unlikely people. This royal official story is, is not easy to believe. When he told others, you went Where? You went to what? You went to talk to what? Very difficult to believe. You went to see who? You in a lot of trouble with Herod, buddy. You, Herod's going to be so angry at you. You're going to lose your position. You're going to lose your leadership position. You're going to lose so much at stake. But he goes to Jesus in a desperate attempt for a miracle. And Jesus gives him favor on the spot. I'm telling you, we are praying for all these other things we need God to do. We need God to bring this about and change this and bring that so God can do revival. But listen, in a moment's notice, at the power of the name of Jesus, he, all hell can break loose. At the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, in one moment's notice. I, we, got, we got to get some people to believe this, you know. Hallelujah. This miracle defied everything that they knew to be normal and accepted. It could not be explained, but it happened right there on the spot. God is setting us up as a people, as a generation of, of, of godly people right now, I believe, for miracles to take place that are completely outside of what we've known. It's going to be different, but it's going to be glorious because every time God moves, you know, it's glorious. Right? I just can't imagine those around Jesus when this royal official showed up. Uh, Jesus, this guy is... Mm-mm. Send him away. These are the people chasing us down. These are the people that speak against us. These are the people that beat our people. These are the people that cheat us. These are the people that put us in prison, Jesus. These are the people. This is the other side. This is the wrong side. (laughs) Jesus, can you just deal with this guy? Could you just humble him first? Could he first get saved? (laughs) Jesus, can he first repent and get saved? Could you get him to change the laws of the Roman Empire? Could you do this, Jesus? Oh, Jesus, could you take this opportunity that is in desperate need and use his influence to change the nation? (laughs) Now, let's do a miracle first. Let's be different. First, we do a miracle. And then the whole house believed, right? Then came the greater miracle of salvation and all that. They were from the opposition, but they needed a miracle 
more than ever, our world, the society we're living in, is in desperate need of God. Listen, even the people that are against you, they are in desperate need of miracles. They are in desperate need for their families, for their marriages, for their children, for their country. They are desperate for God. They're so desperate that the day will come that, hey, I need a miracle. I don't care who you are, what you believe, where we stand. I need a miracle and Jesus will make miracles and be glorified. Hallelujah. I so believe that. I believe we'll begin to see more and more situations that are very unlikely. So, when you're driving this week, you may stop at an unlikely place. You may go the other way. You may go the longer way. You may have some kind of a delay take place and and you go like, Ah, I've been delayed. But there's a reason for all this. Pay attention and look for different. God is doing something different. Most unlikely, but different. Write down those two words, different, unlikely. And keep it in your phone or in your mind and and, and think about it, pray about it, and allow God to show you some things. If you want to be part of a miracle, then then the the first part is to yield to the word and say, okay, God, let's do this. And it's not going to look like the way I've expected. You see, it's one thing to... uh, to get up in the morning, pray, and say, God, this is what I'm doing today, God. I'm going here. I'm going ABC, doing that, doing that. And would you come with me, Lord? Would you bless me? And would you, you know, bless everything I touch and be with me? And amen and amen. That's great. It's another thing when you get up in the morning and say, God, I'm going, but where should I go? <laughs> in what time should I? What, where, what, what? God, yes. Different. Different to what we used to. So your, your schedules our schedules may be interrupted in ways and i hope you are interruptible anybody here that's interruptible anybody here wants to say holy spirit i am interruptible i'm interruptible you can interrupt my schedule and you can show me different i'm good with being interrupted in my expectations (laughs) hallelujah a simplistic heart Without conceived expectations. I think it's what God can do. God is, God, you know, a lot of people are playing, God bless my heart. And God is like, I'm, right now I'm just like, uh, you know, dissecting your heart. <laughs> Removing some things. This royal official dropped his pride because he needed a miracle. Ran for help because he knew Jesus could help. Everybody knows that. Jesus immediately responded with love. Loved the man he never met blessed him and gave him the miracle he was looking for and blessed his family without asking questions, without any expectations, until, until his own crew was like, oh, wow. Pretty amazing stuff. So listen, if you're going to get anything out of this message, I hear the Holy Spirit saying to us right now, get ready for different. Get ready to embrace different people. Get ready to love different people. Get ready to uh, go places that are different. Get ready for the Holy Spirit to interrupt your weekly schedule. The way you do things and and who you hang out with and the stuff and the time you spend with certain things. Get ready if you want to see miracles. Because God is doing something different. When this royal official came to Jesus, he came begging. But he left rejoicing. 
He left excited. He left blessing God so much so that his whole household then came to the Lord. Jesus didn't ask for his tax return. Didn't ask him to use his you know, Roman Empire influence. He, didn't go to any, he just said, what do you need? Just so like Jesus. What, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs> right? What do you need? Be, you need a sea. And what do you need? That's, that's just like Jesus. Boom! Miracle on the spots. The most unlikely situations will take place, but they are different. They're unexpected. They don't come in the way we've envisioned. We haven't prepped for such and such situation. We're not prayed up for it. Be ready to be, to be like, like surprised by the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, we like to be prayed up for stuff. It's good. We like to be ready. We like to have a word. We like to know what's going down so we can minister. And, and that's good. But, but there's going to be this the rush of God. That's gonna, this miraculous rush of God that's going to come through our lives where you're not going to be ready. You're going to go, oh, oh. And right there and then, declare it. Speak it. Do not, do not shut your mouth. Do not say, oh, later, tomorrow. Oh, I'll think about it. I'll pray about it. Pray right there and then. Declare it right there and then. Believe it right there and then. Even if you think it's outrageous and unlikely to happen. Amen? I hope somebody's getting this. Hallelujah. Jesus is confronted by a guy that is in a political sphere above him. He has power over Jesus. But he comes to Jesus because he needs Jesus' power. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again. He has power over Jesus. Well, he's the authority. He's the political authority. He has power over Jesus, but he comes to Jesus because he, he needs Jesus' power over him. Mm, you guys are not excited about that yet. <laughs> oh, we're going to see things that are going to blow us off our socks. We're going to see people that are over you in power coming to you because they need the power that's in you to go to them. Hallelujah. Oh... The royal official could do anything he wanted, but what he really needed was the power of Jesus. Oh, you may have political power over me or political authority over me, but in the spiritual realm, roles are reversed. The authority of a king is the authority of a king, but the authority of the king of kings overrides the authority of all kings. Miracles way beyond human ability. Miracles that are beyond the structure that we know. Miracles that are happening in places and things and situations that we, we thought it's unlikely for something like this to take place because of the situations that we are in. So Jesus starts his ministry in a most unlikely way. Going to parties, making miracles, blessing people that don't deserve it, and so on and so forth. Very unorthodox approach. He's blessing the people that are not godly people. He's blessing their family right in front of his people. Very cool. So he starts changing the world and saving the world all the way to the cross by doing different and unlikely things. Go out this week and do different. Be ready for different. Be ready to love people that are different. Be ready to minister to people 
and pour the favor of God upon people that don't deserve it in your assessments. Because when you are part of a miracle, you will be rocked by God himself. I'm telling you, man, when you, when you pray for somebody, a miracle takes place. The miracle they get is, is far smaller than the, the miracle that happens in you. It's so powerful. So be ready for different. Pray for outrageous things. Pray for the opposite group. Pray for the wrong side. Believe, declare, because the power of the name of Jesus is not under chains or tied down to anybody or anything. God wants to use unlikely people in unlikely places, in unlikely ways. And God wants to do something we've never seen before. Right now, I could just bring all the scriptures we know. Oh, God is doing a new thing. No eye has ever seen. No ear has heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, <laughs> we, we read that scripture and we think, okay, God's going to do something different that I like. That I think should happen. No, it's different. <laughs> It's going to be so different. No eye has ever seen. No ear has ever heard. It's going to be that different. So I want to bring this to a close here. Many believers in the last season have gotten discouraged because their expectations have not been met when they prayed. I don't know if there's anyone here like that. You have prayed hard. You have invested yourself. But your expectations have not been met yet. And you are like, ah, and it's discouraging to a certain extent. But I'm here to tell you this morning, don't be fooled by that, by the way you feel about anything. Because the king is ruling and the king is working. And he's just doing it different. He's just doing it different. But you will see the answer to your prayers and you'll see the glory of God. Many people by now were hoping that God would have changed the world for them. But let me tell you this. God is not wanting to change the world for you. He wants you to change the world for Him. Hallelujah. Anybody getting this? No, God, if you just do this, if you change that, God, if you did this, then my world will be a breeze. But He's not here to change your world for you. He's having you change the world for Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I want to leave you this assurance this morning. And we, we get so confronted by the very word of God. Isaiah 14, 24 says, The Lord Almighty has sworn, Surely, as I have planned, so it will be. And as I have purposed, so it will happen. Period. Regardless of where we are in our, in our stand before God and what we believe, God has promises things that are so beyond what we're living right now. So we're just going to take Jesus at His word like this royal official did. He took Jesus at His word, turned around, went home, and on His way home, on His way to testify and to check that indeed what Jesus had said was real, there was already a group of people traveling toward Him to bring in the good news. <laughs> There was somebody already, somebody very unlikely. Oh, the people that work for the royal guy are coming to say that there was a miracle? Unlikely. Very different. Very out of the box. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely, He has planned it and so it will be. He has purposed and so 
it will happen. I, you know, we could just, uh, we could just do an altar call now and make everybody feel great and, you know, hey, 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 make some declarations. But uh, let me tell you this. God is doing something so far bigger, so much deeper. And I don't, and I don't mean to dismiss an altar call. It's very important. But God is doing something so much greater, challenging us to a, such a great deep place that it's going to take, take a few days for some of us to like, okay, God, okay, God, you're coming in to disrupt my schedule. You're coming in to change the way I think it should be. You're coming in to move in a way that I would rather you not move. So it's going to take me a day or two to, to come into it. Hallelujah. Spirit of the living God, we need you desperately in this nation. We need you, God. We, God, we need the miraculous to take place. There we know, God. We know your reputation, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, we know you like different. <laughs> God, I pray that you would prepare our hearts, prepare our minds, prepare our souls, prepare us, equip us to receive, to accept different, and to acknowledge the work of the Holy Spirit even when it's not in our preferred way. Oh Holy Spirit, even if it's not our preferred way, we yield our hearts before you this morning and we say, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your kingdom come. Your will be done here amongst us as it is in heaven, O oh God. God, we continue to pray for this nation. We continue to believe for revival. We continue to make declarations. But God, we want to enter into this different place where your glory flows, God. We want to enter into this place where the power of heaven follows us. We want to enter into this place, God, as we declare as Jesus did. It so happens right there on the spot, oh God. God, we are thirsty for the miraculous and we want to submit to the moving of the Holy Spirit spirit so god we we walk into the different this morning we say yes lord i will take the time to speak with that person yes god i will drive there yes god it's inconvenient for me but i will come yes god i don't like what the leaders are telling me but i will submit <laughs> god i don't agree but yes god your kingdom come your will be done here and now as it is in heaven. Amen. Amen.